welcome to an album breakdown podcast featuring Brian Keithley. I'm Brant Chesser. Uh, today we're going to talk about Pearl Jam's No Code. Um, there's some thematic elements that we want to discuss. Uh, Brian, what do you notice uh, when you listen to No Code? What What do you hear? Uh, well, it's. I mean, it's hard to talk about it in isolation, right? I mean, it's we. It's a. It's kind of a reaction to the stuff they did before that, but. When you think of Pearl Jam, for most people, it's Even Flow and uh, Better Man and, you know, those kind of songs. And this was more of a departure, right? It, it's, uh, it's a lot more kind of open. Uh, it ebbs and flows a lot more, I think, than some of those previous albums. Uh, and there's, I don't know, there's a little more ambiguity, uh, both in the sound and, and the lyrical content. What do you think? I would agree. I would agree with the ambiguity and it's different to the way it starts off. There's, yeah, you have Hail Hail second track, but thematically it was sometimes a soft intro, like almost meditation. And then the third song, Who You Are, their first single sounded totally different from what they produced at the time. You almost, you've got this Eastern sound, right? And so this, and so these straightforward rockers, like you're saying, even flow or the, even the, the, the power ballads like of black, right? Or elderly woman. <clears throat> I don't hear either of those in the first couple yeah. tracks when I listen to it. Yeah, no, it's, it's seems very intentional. Even, even on the rock songs. I mean, you, it's still Pearl Jam, right. but they're, you know, they're trying something a little bit different. Uh, and talking about sometimes as an opener, I mean, it almost, Every other album starts off with a kind of kick you in the gut rocker, you know, and this really yeah. sets that, that kind of meditative tone. Uh, really it's, it's definitely a departure and it's a, it, it's, it slows you down before, you know, hail, hail kicks it back up again. What represents a song like a microcosm first? Um, I've always kind of felt like, like present tense really encapsulates everything they're trying to do on the album, you know, as much as they can in, in one song, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. soft. Uh, the lyrics are introspective. It builds up. Um, it's got that kind of rock breakdown. Uh, maybe not with the, you know, McCready solos, like, you know, before that, but, it's definitely, it's got a rock element. And then that outro, right? It's, it's, again, it's open. Whereas a lot of their, a lot of their stuff, not that it's closed in, but yeah, it seems like they, they actively try to cultivate that like kind of openness. And that's a song I think that does that. The, the ebb and the flow, you know, and the openness. Cool. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that song. And, and what I think of, if I'd choose probably between two, maybe who you are, but it's too obvious, maybe the cliche in the, the first single, but the, the different sound and the introspective, introspective nature you mentioned, uh, just getting into identity and then who, who, who am I, who are we? And then, uh, but then Red Mosquito too, I, I think it, it kind of differs, but it gives that sound too, that, that breakdown, right? If I had known then what I know now, and, and he kind of comes back, back to it and I'm, I'm open right and so the, all these things that he wish <clears throat> we we w wish we would know right as people but then wish you would know as a person like what 
it's hard to foretell a future. Um, but I would go either one of those. Um, well, Chester, you saying that, I'm curious. What Do you think that it, there is a central theme to the album overall? Is there is there a way to kind of encapsulate what, it's, what the message is? In a, in I, a... I think what you mentioned, if you want to tell our listeners what you mentioned the other night, I, I think I could go with that. If, if not, I think there's a difference between internal, so introspective, and then external, like earth, others, love, whatever you, you want to go with. But it's... I thought you said it better than I did. So if you will, looking inside and what's there, whether it's regret and present tense and don't live with this regret, this red mosquito bitten, I was bitten like, what is this temptation habit? And then we get habit, the others, right? Drug issues. So it's like inside or out, these internal or external forces that you're dealing with. And then even something like in my tree trying to escape from these external forces, right? And, and putting yourself in a different place. Again, thinking, of, thinking about this album in the context of the ones that came before it, I feel like there's kind of a back and forth between 10 was very, um, maybe not introspective in a deep sense, but it was, it was internal in terms of like how things had affected that the speaker of those songs, right? What they had been through and how they were expressing that and trying to, trying to, either fight their way out of those feelings or the conflicts they've been in versus seems like it's outward, right? It's a confrontation mostly with someone else. I mean, there's a lot of political unrest and, and, you know, uh, a lot, a lot of political discourse. I mean, a lot of themes that have come up in the last few weeks again with, you know, police brutality and, uh, and yeah, WMA from that. And then yeah. even I think about five against one, if you want to say them against the world, right? Five against one from animal. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and a, but a very like confident and aggressive, like confrontation with those authority figures and stuff that, and honestly, uh, injustices, right? Then I feel like Vitology comes back internal again, where it's, it's contemplating, um, well, I mean, a lot of contemplation about death and meaning but in in kind of a i don't know if fatalistic is the right way but it, it, there's a there's a sense of kind of mortality almost fear maybe i don't know but something about like that individual and what's going to happen or how to deal with that and then no code seems to flip that again to outwardly like the the place not just what's happened to that individual but the place they have kind of in the world or the universe or where they fit in with everything else. Um, kind of, it's a little bit more of a balance, I think, in this one between the internal and external and, and not trying to be maybe so uh, authoritative about understanding things the way that they were in, in some of those earlier albums. I would agree. It's just trying to not necessarily dictate, but just take it in. And maybe I, maybe you don't have the right answer, right? Maybe the speaker is just search more the search, not maybe not only for self, but for for answers just in general, or maybe the lack of answers out there. So as we think about internal versus external, let's uh, try to get as many tracks in here as we can. So sometimes, hail hail, who you are, maybe the front of the album. Do you notice more internal, external, or just what hits you? Or maybe even what memories come to mind. Um, 
Yeah, well, that memory question is, uh, I mean, I remember the, uh, like the promo that they had on the local radio station and it was little clips from Hail Hail and Habit and Lucan and it was mostly those and Mankind was on there. The rock songs, right? So I yeah. expected just a like kick-ass rock album and then you put that first song on there and it's really chill and I, I just remember thinking okay and I associate this album a lot with that same kind of like I mean I was what 14 when this came out was it 96 almost 96, 15 yeah um so just starting to kind of question uh whether it was religious ideas spirituality mm -hmm. my place in I mean you know just sort of a coming of age kind of kind of, right mm -hmm. I mean one thing I never I didn't realize about sometimes those opening lines uh I didn't realize he was saying pushing pain, right? I just yeah. always heard pain. Yeah. So I'm thinking about God just inflicting pain on, but it's, I mean, I, I know that he's saying it that way so that you could hear that, right? But that yeah. idea of paint, uh, creation in, in a creative context and maybe not so much control or something. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. When I hear sometimes, what I notice is a lot of these, uh, juxtaposition you use but I, I think about the the picture on the album that i have is this huge picture of earth with sometimes and like how small we are so that line i'm short anyway right you know listeners can't can't see but like <laughs> seek my part devote myself my small self right so yeah. seeking that purpose too but then realizing how small we are in the whole grand scheme of things so when we zoom out like earth earth wise like how small am i and then, if you will, uh, the fact that we do reach ourselves, the last line, sometimes I reach myself. And then even in live versions, I've heard him add like, dear God, can you hear me? Like almost like this prayer, oh, wow. like, are, are you there? Like, are you even there? And so mm -hmm. it's, it's these questions. So with the religion, yeah, I get it, right? The first line, dear God, and you got big hands, but then he comes back to it live a couple of times. He'll just improv right off that like that's really that's interesting that he has you know live some some more overt references to god and and uh religion or maybe spirituality if not a specific religion it's also uh on that photo that you mentioned is that is it a marble right i yeah i pulled them i pulled up some of these on i found found them on uh, some fan sites is it yeah. a over or is it a close-up on a marble so is that a, an mean, optical illusion? I think so. About size? Yeah. Right? So there's, yeah. I mean, just visually, there's a, you know, a comment about sort of perspective, right? About sure. what seems big might really be small, you know, when you, when you zoom out. It cuts into the next song, right? Hail, hail. Just, you know, kick you in the nuts. Hit you right in the song. face, man. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any opening thoughts on Hail Hail? I, when I think of uh, Hail Hail, it's, A, I think straight, straightforward rocker, but then instead of looking to self, looking at those in love, right? Hail Hail, lucky ones, having someone else, right? And, and then, but also to this juxtaposition of loving someone else, but do you love them out of obligation, right? Bound about obligation in the way he says, like, 
bandage hand in hand like are you like tied tied to this person and that whole thing of we think of those we love free like freeing us in a way but also i look at like the capture here like obligation and or or, or bandage and uh, like it is the speaker uh, like i could be as good as you let me is that like you know, and is it I a struggle have, or cop out? Like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Is it is it a cop out? I think there is some of this stuff on the on the album that is. I don't know if it's tongue in cheek. Yeah. But I maybe think so. gives him a way out where if he wanted to plead sarcasm or whatever, he could kind of get away with that, and that's part of the ambiguity. Um, man, just to kind of an aside, it'd been a long time since I did a deep dive into an album, especially one that I've known for this long. And that was cool. I mean, I listened to this, you know, seven or eight times over the last few days. And I had never really paid enough attention to the lyrics of this song. Um, and I got a very, uh, I got the impression you could all, you could interpret this about God too. Um, if you're the only one, will yeah. I never be enough? Right. Yeah. And as someone who, you know, was raised in a Christian household and, you know, these ideas of, uh, you know, we are imperfect and flawed and sinful and we never really deserve God's, you know, love and grace. And it's a gift, yeah. right? That whole kind of thing. And then, you know, the, the lines, um, I could be new, yeah. right? This idea of being reborn. Um, and I, I think you can, again, intentionally ambiguous. I think you can certainly read that as, as, love as a romantic you know a couple or whatever but also that kind of bigger religious thing and that line uh are you woman enough to be my man bandaged hand yeah. in hand so there's there's kind of a an interesting gender reversal, uh, reversal. yeah and i i don't know i'm it's probably a point where i'm overthinking it if mother earth is a thing or if if there's a comment there and i'm thinking it through that lens of kind of a religious thing Mm -hmm. he's wondering if does god even have a gender or sex or is it just a you know i'm i'm overthinking it now chester i know but yeah. this idea of like trying to trying to um eliminate these binaries right true true yeah flip flipping right it's not just either or right we right. fall into this one zero one right, right. standard we're pro programming what are you zero one zero one yeah. and so yeah troubling that um, two, what I, what I think of Hail Hail, the doubt that you mentioned, like, um, am I enough? Whether that's love or for someone else's doubt we have. But also, too, I think what you're talking about, too, like, do we overthink, right? And then I get the thinking, I don't want to think, I want to I want to feel. Feel, yeah. right? So that line hits me yeah. all the time. Like, how, and then how do I feel? Like, I don't even have the answer, right? All these Juck, I mean, conflicting emotions, I think, even at times, especially in this mm -hmm. song, right? And then how do, how do I even feel? So when I think of that, yeah, you got these straightforward rocker, but these, these lyrics that kind of conflict. Yeah, yeah. I, and one, one other small thing, I guess, if, we're, if, if I'm thinking about the album as a reaction to Vitology, which, mm -hmm. and not to go into a bunch about that, but how a lot of the songs on that they thought were maybe too simple. Um, you know, Vetter was writing some of those on guitar himself. So there's simple chord progressions, kind of simple, almost like punk 
chord progressions. The chord progressions in Hail Hail are complicated. Like, I mean, they're still kind of power chords, but they're quick changes and it's an off-tempo rhythm. And I, I wonder if that was an intentional, like, let's complicate this a little more, you know? So, I, I mean, just from learning how to play that song, I kind of noticed that. Yeah, I think I think you could be right. And then you go from complicated then to who you are, it's just like walk up, walk down, right? Similar of notes. So you go from complicated to simple. Right. Right. Maybe. Um so when you when you hear who you are, what do you think of or what where do you find yourself? Um Yeah, I don't it's that I think this is the the best example of the questions right questioning i mean obviously it's just in some ways it's almost such a simple question that it doesn't make any sense who who are you <laughs> you know but it's such a it's such an unanswerable question in a lot of ways right so i mean that that seemingly simple question is is too much to take on um but i i think um in terms of the sound with the with the drums you know, you have that kind of, I don't, I don't know if it's if tribal or kind of primitive sounding. It's a very uh, like earthy kind of drum sound. For sure. You know, and then they kind of do that in, in My Tree, which is maybe a little, a little heavier in that song. There's shades of that earlier on in like WMA uh, or some stuff on verses, but this just has a totally different vibe, right? It's almost like they... Great they took a similar sound and again, opened it up to where it's like, not at you, but it includes you in it. Yeah, I know Jack Irons is listed on this song as songwriting credits too. So how much, especially this whole album, did his influence play, right? In the whole songwriting and is his drum beat or him and Jeff, right? Both, how much are the, the, the rhythm, the bass and the drums driving this? Is this the first album he played on album? in the recording? Right. Yeah. So this and this and yield. So that's what I think about too. That like you're saying, that whole who are you, and then the reversal maybe too, who you are, right? And so I don't know if he Ed subconsciously echoing the who. That's what I think of, right? Like yeah, um, because his love for the who has just come yeah. out, or this whole like this search for self too they're like and sometimes right seek my part, devote myself. That's what I'm reminded of too, and and they're in the search for self, right? Are we gonna find things we like and then don't like, especially as the album goes on, right? And it's in the search for self. If we unravel this layer, we all have. Yeah, and maybe, you know, in a way, the question is the answer, you know? Like, uh, I mean, I'm kind of going back on what I said a second ago. It's, a, it's a, such an unanswerable question, but then he answers it, pretty simply who are you you're you're who you are who you are yeah yeah there's there's a sort of a re reassurance there mm -hmm. yeah and just syntactically just this flop switch switching yeah. that language right and so it's like oh okay so was is it is it all all the same interesting i, I wrote um in the lyrics the liar notes he doesn't ever say it but he says all the same like who we are Right. So like at, at some point, I guess this human existence or right, it's all, all the same. Like we all these existential crisis we can send ourselves into about 
identity and who we are and I have to find it. And then is it, is it all the same, this, this search, even though we lead to different def destinations. Yeah, there's, there is, and I, there's sort of a, like a hippie vibe to, well, to that song and to some of the lyrics, right? This kind of like, we're all one. And I don't, I don't mean that in a pejorative way. I'm not trying to downplay that, but he, it does, again, it does seem like he's trying to offer some reassurance in that. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the, if we're going to mention the, uh, the album artwork, one of the photos that stood out to me, uh, is it, it's who you are that has the, uh, eyeball in the sky with the moon and the little, uh, is yeah. it a doorway under, underneath or a, yeah. Yeah. It's a very celestial cosmic, you know, kind of image. So I think and the weird that, thing on mine is like this weird, like reflective photo. So looking uh, back yeah, itself so back, through it, through a yeah. photograph. And almost uh, the reflection is you're so close to it that it, it becomes distorted. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah you can't, you can't even recognize it. So does it, yeah. when he says blend it all, like blend all, he says blend it all. Like, so in the liner notes, he's got like several, several different ways he's talking blend or bend so he's kind of playing with that language too but then is is it not what we claim it is even when we look at ourselves all right you talked about the drums before in mi tree things you like about the song does it seem to flow from who you are you talked about the different sound qualities um Yeah, I, I, uh, I really, I've gone through sort of phases within my tree. There have been times when I love it. And it's, you know, one of the first songs I want to hear when I put this album on because it is so kind of different. And then other times, depending on what mood I'm in, I'm like, I don't know if I can <laughs> take that. Um, it's, it's interesting. It seems like, I don't know if it's saying an extension from who you are is fair. It's, it's, clearly its own song but I think it it does add to a lot of those themes we've been talking about uh you know there's sort of vague allusions to tree of knowledge mm -hmm, uh, for sure biblical stuff you know the idea of like innocence he talks yeah. about just like innocence right loss of innocence if you will mm -hmm. yeah um and I got the the image of like climbing higher in the branches almost almost like trying to get closer to God or to whatever that uh, meaning or purpose or mm -hmm. transcendental, you know, whatever that is, right? Uh, enlightenment or something, you know? Um, yeah, he's so far know. up, right? Like wave to all my friends. Yeah, they mm -hmm. don't seem to notice me. He's, he's so f far removed. What else do you notice about it? Yeah, that I notice it. Well, I don't know what to make of it, but just that glimpse of innocence. And that's what his refrain, though, still got it, still got it. So it's almost like it, the speaker's either trying to convince himself that he, he's still innocent or it could be like you said before, like this tongue in cheek, right? It, right. It's still, still got it, like it's long gone, right? And so, so he's yeah. so far up, up in the tree and removed or almost alienated in this yeah. society, and right? Yes. Uh, and almost that it's inevitable, right? If you try to, uh, whether it's knowledge or spirituality or whatever, if you go on that kind of a path, 
you're gonna end up farther away from a lot of people yeah. whether it's an like you said alienation or uh just a metaphorical distance because you've gone down a, a, a different path you know or up you know in a tree up up that path yeah um i also noticed that that kind of pun or play on words from innocence to inner sense right mm-hmm. yes and that's Good. Yeah, that's int- again that introspective kind of that balance from from the from going from inside to outward, internal versus external or whatever. Yeah, I definitely notice that internal versus external. All right, especially too when we go to smile, right? It's like we flip it again. So we've been in internal for a couple of songs with a mix of internal ex- external, and then it goes like almost all external. Like I know some of the lyrics were inspired by Dennis Frog, so maybe Ed not even coming with the lyrics itself, but just about. I like the juxtaposition of when the sun don't shine, it don't don't it make you smile, right? So, whether whether that's just a variety or just also so tongue in cheek, right? Yeah, um, you're gonna like, have uh, to you're gonna have to tell me about this. Who's Dennis Frog? So I, when they're out on tour with him. Like he wrote this on a note to Ed. And so like, I think don't it make you smile when the sun don't shine. Like I miss you already, miss you already. Like, oh yeah. And, and so. He just turned it into a song. Yeah, he just turned it into a song. And, and interesting yeah. enough, if all the Pearl Jam fans will know, like Jeff, play, Jeff plays guitar on this and Stone plays bass. So they oh, okay. alter, alternate, right? And then we were talking about last night too, the, the chord structure, just minor chords all throughout the verse, right? And then major chords in the chorus are so pretty straightforward. Yeah. Right? And, and I think, again, that kind of uh, ebb and flow, right, between minor chords in, the, in those verses and the smile, you know, I guess – I guess there's kind of a reversal there, right? Because he's saying, don't it make you smile in with the minor chords? Mm-hmm. Minor yeah. is sad. Yeah. Smiling, right? I mean, the, yeah. you know, losing someone is sad, right? And then the chorus sounds happier because it's the major chords, but yeah. I miss you already. Yeah. Right? So there's and kind I of miss a you always. <laughs> yeah. Between the sound of the, the chords and the content of those lyrics. And then I, I think Dennis wrote that this is how I feel, but interesting enough that we're the speaker two songs ago or three songs ago. Now, hell, hell. I don't want to think I, I want to feel right. Yeah. Like, and how do, how do I feel? And this is, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Like you're saying that juxtaposition and that missing someone, but that major chords, right? You just seem happy, even though you're missing someone or this to think about like love or friendship or, you know, just anyone who's important in your life. Yeah. And I think, I think there's all, there's also, um, and I don't, again, I think he is, they are trying to get beyond the binaries, but maybe it's more of an Eastern kind of yin yang thing of, you know, the mind versus the body, right? How do I feel versus what do I think? Um, the internal versus the external, this, you know, sadness and happiness can be all wrapped up together, right? You can miss something, but appreciate that you had it, right? The memory. So I think there's, Agreed. and it's, I mean, in some ways, it's such a simple song. 
It is. Yeah. Right. But it, it, it's, it, it's kind of profound. It is. And, it and is. Just on a, on a very basic note, I just, I love the guitar playing in this song. I love, even I though too. the riff, you know, that riff is kind of simple. It just really works. Well, we go, we're almost at the end of side A. So that <laughs> if, if, as we flip the, the last song on, on side A is Off He Goes. Um, one of my favorites talking about, well, absolutely. you get this internal, external, and then you write about yourself in third person. And like Ed said, this is, I've heard him, heard him introduce the song many times to different ways. This is what it's like to be my best friend, uh, entering middle age myself, that stress, that pulled intense right that's that that image imagery they puts yeah. right and the, the similes is beginning like you're stressed out and that wind's working against you life's working against you so this internal external forces we have you know and one thing that i didn't remember until i re-listened to it the the opening count count off he and i don't know if he's acting you know or inflecting but he sounds so tired and so yeah sort of worn just worn down you know and it, it sets the tone for that song you know before the music even starts right yes um and that uh yeah that image that you mentioned i always i think that's the first line that comes to me when i think of that song you know like he's riding on a motorbike in the strongest wind you know just always something pushing back against you right Trying, yeah. trying to be, I mean, you know, I guess you could interpret it as a, a comment. You're never free from the environment around you. You're always part of, you know, whatever forces, even if it's just the wind and the gravity and, you know. <clears throat> no, it's a great, great point. That's what I think too, um, how the world sees us and then uh, going from that stress uh, you know, I wonder about his insides, right? So the stress, it's like his thoughts are too big for his size. Going back to thinking, feeling, I feel like these themes running through this song too, right? And so mm -hmm. like, are we, is, are we thinking too much, right? And then, um, and, I, the whole and I know that uh, he's not tall, <laughs> but I, it always makes me think of maybe not a child, but, someone who is still young enough that they're kind of grappling with that loss of innocence or that like, you know, what is my purpose? Um, and as you know, the older I get, the more I realize that doesn't really stop, right? That, that quest for what your purpose and where you're supposed to be and feeling like there's something else somewhere else. I mean, you, you know, I think when you get older, you, you, uh, you become more comfortable maybe in who you are and the choices you've made. Um, you know, the, the very opening, uh, I always heard the phrase nowhere, man, mm. like, like the Beatles, yeah. nowhere, man, you know, like no, no matter where he was, it wasn't, he wasn't really there, you know? So I, I don't know, that's, that kind of shaped the way that I, I think about that song a little bit too. When you kind of go, well, you see how he's in and out of his friend's lives, right? How quickly he's off again, right? So it's like, he pops back in just for a quick moment. Um, and going back to his life, I just all, often think about this was his friendships too, like how someone you've known for a long time, but they can come, you can spend one night together, it's been 10 years and like not, not much change, right? So life, right, stress, everything else, but really 
nothing's changed in the friendship, right? You still understand each other. You still know each other, even though you both may be in different places, but there's this common understanding or common bridge between you. Yeah. And it's just a really pretty song. It is. You know, I mean, the melody and it does have that kind of melancholic feel to it or, or uh, it, it kind of feels regretful in a way. Um, but it's just, it's such a, you know, we're, we're digging deep so much into some of these lyrics because I think deserve it. I don't want to skip over just like, it's a, just a really good song. It is. It's just really nice to listen to. It's calming. It is. Right. Even, even the slight shift between C and F, like it's just kind of calming. Yeah. It's, it's a peaceful, well, yeah. 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 But again, it does have a very introspective, thoughtful, Hope you're enjoying the b-side podcast with life on the flip side here's side b now talking about that peaceful the next song yeah. <laughs> when we shift to habit and it happens several times in the album i mean they yeah. set it up in the first two songs right i yeah that's a hell of a picture right there yeah uh but that transition from off he goes to habit is is maybe the most jarring to me maybe on perfect descri- perfect description like jar like what just happened yeah like and if, if you're listening on vinyl it's a little easier because you get a couple seconds to flip it but yeah if i'm listening on spotify or even cd when i've listened before it just like whoa <clears throat> it just mm. hits you right what just happened right the mood yeah. just mood just shifts extremes and, and, and it's le- i think it's less introspective right changes that like you who's yeah. who's the you right the speaker's friend or whatever else it's it's and really more directive it's not your way I'm like whoa so it's like, mm-hmm. we must be pretty good friends if you're going to call me out right yeah and then you know i mentioned some some lines here and there kind of tongue-in-cheek where he says i'm so happy with my righteous self yeah, yeah. right i mean whether that's sarcastic or whether he's acknowledging that he gets some kind of like uh self-importance from trying to help somebody else out or tell them what their flaws are or you know what i mean yeah that's it i just i feel like that's a really interesting line that's a great point because it's always easier to point out someone else's flaws instead of our own right we get Mm -hmm. tired of looking in the mirror looking introspectively like oh okay i'll judge you like look at this 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 problem you have your habits and then i know you're the one that mentioned uh the change in the little spoken word part uh, instead of speaking, speaking as a child of the nineties, right. In the liner notes, it says like speaking as an individual who see the year 2000. Yeah. Which I wonder, uh, you know, and talking about that last line, his righteous self, I wonder if he was scared that'd be too preachy. If he, you know, put it It sounds like it, like I'm going to live and you're not right. Four, four, four years out. I'm going to be here. You won't. Yeah. Like, yeah, so kick, I, I kick like the child habit. of the nineties. I, 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 quote, I quoted that a lot, just random <laughs> places. Speaking as a child of the nineties, you know, sarcastically to other yeah. people who might get a Pearl Jam reference. <laughs> no, it's a great line, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a, here's a question. Um, which, which track on this album do you think is the most typical Pearl Jam track? Because typical? I, yeah. Cause I think this, for me, this might be the one 
that is the is the most just Pearl Jam. It's it's rocking for sure. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah, I'd say either Habit or Hail Hail. Probably yeah. one, one, one or the other, one just a, a rock song. And like you previously mentioned, the three albums before this coming into it. Yeah. And, and I, those, I, those seem to fit. Yeah. I really like the outro on this one. I do too. And I kind of, uh, it fades out and I don't want it to. Right. I want to I hear that, where that guitar solo goes, you know? Yeah. And then I, I, I even, the lyrics in it, never me, never you, right? Never, nev, never me. So it's like he's almost, to trying to work in this together, right? Convince himself. Maybe it's less judgment at the end, right? It's like, please, maybe I wonder too, like are you worried about like, is if it's easy for him to get a habit, is it easy for me, right? Is it easy for me just to fall fall down yeah. that same hole, like and convince well, yourself? Yeah. Telling and yourself that, you won't, right? Right. And that anyone's habit is not only their fault or their responsibility, right? I mean, you know, any, anyone who's fallen into addiction or, you know, anything like that, it's, it's a, it's a number of factors and a number of other people who have contributed to whatever that situation was, right? It's never just an individual on, on their own on an island, you know. Great point. When you, when so you shift to Red Mosquito, what do you think of this? I'm saying what comes to mind or what images or even? I, I hesitate to say that any song is my favorite because, you know, if I, if I did mm -hmm. that, it'd be every third song. And then by the end, you'd say, you know, I'd be you like, four Dick, Dick Vital picking <laughs> 75 teams for the tournament, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Red Mosquito is such a great song. And it's, it's one of the most uh, singular, like there's no other Pearl Jam song quite like it. You know, it's got that bluesy no. vibe. Uh, and the structure of the song, even just the style of the guitar, like it's, it's a very unique song in their catalog, I think. The sound is so different, like, like you're saying in guitar, and there's that almost ominous, like he's awaiting, like uh, above your bed, like, and then like what happened to me, right? Or just reminding me of his presence. So I guess obviously if you want to go back to your religious references but from before you got to think right he's, he just obviously says it right must have been the devil right bitten like i was yeah. i was bitten so you think about this snake in the garden or like whatever else even though he's putting himself in this bed like what is what is he what was he bitten by temptation sin who it's not clear here um but you can tell um maybe this loss of innocence, right? Because if I'd known then what I know now, looking back, yeah. it's this tinge of re regret at, yeah. at the end. So I'm left with that. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, what is a mosquito bite? You know, it itches, right? You get, oh, I got the itch, right? There's, there's sort of a, a, maybe it's a little separator or whatever, it's a, but a veiled illusion there. Uh, and then, again, I'm probably overthinking it, right? But Habit was right before that, right? Mm -hmm. So in the context of that, then now we have Red Mosquito. You know, you could be bitten by, you know, and get this itch to fall into temptation or whatever at any moment, right? So you have to be aware of that. Like it's, you know, almost a constant, uh, what's the word? You got to always be on your guard or something. Yeah. Right. And maybe it's just flat out drugs, right? Like habit. Maybe it's, I don't know if that's simple, but it's ambiguous. Like you were talking yeah. about earlier, but it's like, cause it transitions from one to the next. Is it 
Well, and I'd never really thought about that specifically. Like if you're, t- if you're talking about a drug addiction, um, you know, the image of a mosquito and like a needle are not mm-hmm. totally dissimilar. Right. I mean, they're agreed. Yeah. I could see that. I've never thought about that way. Just, just sonically. I know this, the guitars on this are so cool. Like you can just, it's a song you can just rock out to. And I, yeah, I really love this song. No, it's, it's fantastic. Um, if, if you haven't heard it, listeners, uh, I wouldn't say fast forward to it, but yeah, if I'm, if I'm recommend what, like you, I, I don't want to pick a favorite, but don't miss this song, right? If, if listen to Red Mosquito, yeah, it, it, it's somewhat similar what they do, but I think the guitar is much different than what they had done previously before this album. Ben Harper's played with them on this song yes. several times, right? Several I mean, was times. he with them yeah. when we saw him at Bonnaroo? Or I don't no? think so, but he's played live with them okay. a couple times. And you... Yeah, because that, that slide guitar. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, the outro on that song is interesting, right? The little slow down, if I, if I knew then what I knew now, what I know yeah, now. If I had known then what I know now. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Speaking to experience, right? You don't, you don't know until you've been through something, right? And again, if you're talking about addiction or anything, you know, falling into temptation, you don't know what the outcome is going to be before that, right? Right. All right. Then we go, if we're dealing with um, temptation, we go from Luke and I think about obviously just threat, external threats, right? External threats. And like the last I heard, the right freak was purchasing a gun i've heard interviews with ed and talk about just these people stalkers like the the person who ran a truck into his house right or someone who who thought he was her son and like these just crazy people and and fame which he dealt more with in the last album you talked about vitology right the not for you the corduroy all his fame and so i wonder if this is a carryover but to you get just get this external force of a it's punk Right, you yeah. Get this one minute, yes. just punk, straight, straightforward song. But then this, the safety net at Lucan's, right, of, of Lucan's house, right, Matt, Matt Lucan's house, and then the whole like that juxtaposition between threats and because you're famous, right, and then this one outlet of safety. And I've, I had read the lyrics to that before, but it's one of those when he's screaming those at I don't know what the tempo is, but yeah. too fast to really understand. Right. And then you sit down and look at that. That's crazy. Like that is genuinely scary to imagine some random person at your house alleging, you know, father their kid and they have a gun and you know, that's really scary. It's a lyrically and, and just in terms of the story, it's such an outlier from the rest of the album because it's so in the real literal immediate world. Like imagine this crazy situation. Exactly. Right. And um, it's simple too is like safety, but like I once again, it may be a little tongue in cheek like you're talking about before, but but now I know life's worth. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got a friend and you got a fridge, you got food and you got friendship. And then like at a certain point, is that all you need? Right? All this fame. And I'm not saying he doesn't get into the consuming nature of it. He's gotten to that before, but just this safe place. Yeah. And and maybe something that insane and threatening makes you appreciate that safety even more. And by the end of that song, I always want to hear the chorus again. 
it's you know, it's like, too it's good a course enough. to only have one time through for like 20 seconds you know yeah. it's a anyway killer live I think as we all know right yeah. it's interesting to see what they mix up sometimes they go hard and hard and sometimes like the album hardened to soft right so it's interesting to see what they pair with Luke and um, their set list all right present tense those of you who watched the last dance right Michael Jordan documentary Pearl Jam's present tense was featured at the end when you think of present tense what do you what do you think of obviously Mike's guitar opening the song just him and Ed so what hits me it's, it's so different from Luke and come back down and calmed calms me brings me all the way back down as you say that I'm I'm just realizing that like as we're talking about it and I'm going through my notes I mean I'm hearing if not the whole song play out in my head at mm-hmm. least enough of it I mean it's it really is amazing when you have heard an album so much and it just becomes kind of ingrained in you and I I love that this is one of those albums for me yeah that opening guitar riff th- those opening lines um about the tree bending, right? You yes. have the reference back to the tree. And the light um, and the life, right? This mm-hmm. l- leaning out to cut the sun's rays. Right. I mean, there's, and all, all the symbolism that you take in with, with that. This one, I almost feel like he's, I don't know if apologizing, or not apologizing, but forgiving mm. the, the Eddie from Off He Goes or, mm. you know, a previous version of himself. Seems like it. Some yeah. something something introspective, almost telling himself how to live, right? Yeah. Like you can't spend your time alone redigesting past regrets. Past regret. Yeah. So that's what I think is almost yeah, advice to self. Like it's just yeah, gonna eat, eat you alive, right? Yes. It's one of those songs, every once in a while you get songs that it almost feels like the artist is singing it to themselves as much as they are to the audience, mm-hmm. like almost trying to convince themselves or remind themselves of of that idea. And I, I really get that sense here, right? That this really, he's singing as much to himself to keep that in mind as he is trying to tell us anything as, as an audience, you know? Yeah, because that's um, why, even though the, last, the line, I think about helps you here, like hard, it's harder to find an approach and a way to live. Yeah. Right? So he, his own struggles, right? With that, like, and looking for a way to live. And on this track, I realized how much, uh, Amen's bass playing drives so many of these songs, especially the slow songs. Whether it was earlier, you know, on the the uh, like "Who You Are" and "In My Tree," there's prominent bass. The bass in the breakdown, that rock breakdown at the end of present tense, mm-hmm. you don't get a full like guitar solo, but the bass really drives that. And then you know, into that really. It kind of the bass to me kind of sets up that outro, right? And I was wondering, Chesser, and you can, if it's even worth asking questions or Ask, or yeah. chal- challenging their decisions and their track listings and yeah. stuff. Sh- should present tense just be the last song? Probably. I, I mean, now now that you mention it, I mean, you we'll talk about last song later. We get a lullaby, but yeah, it's uh, present tense seems to have more meaning and message in the whole album. Right. Right. And you get this slow start, like the rock, the rock middle, and then you come back down almost mm-hmm. again. So it's, and it's I, like, yeah, this message to yourself. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that would make, make sense to me because you almost, you survive this chaos right around the world. And like somehow, now, how can you tell yourself it's all right? I think it makes, I think it feels like an album ending type song. 
I can't imagine not going from the end of that into mankind. Like, again, it's so ingrained in me that I, I, I hear that next song. I hear that opening guitar part. So what do you think of Mankind? What I think, uh, I think, well, A, it's Stone singing. So rarely see him play it live. It's got this retro sound, if you will. Yeah, it does. Right? Nothing like PJ either. Like, not their typical sound. More like a pop, retro pop, mm-hmm. if you will. For my bad description, sorry for putting categories, listeners. That whole thing, go out, radio, disco, telephone, alone, this juxtaposition between the two. But are we all just faking it? Yeah. Like, the, right? The, is it? all across this nation, simulation, imitation, faking it. We think we've got it all together. And, and then the whole thing, humanity, we have no idea, right? From, from day to day, we don't, we don't really have many answers. So you're talking about before, we're only copying, right? What yeah. we've been taught and, instead uh, of living for ourselves. That, that's what I was left with. I was left with like this juxtaposition between this pop fun song, musically yeah. and retro, and then like, oh, not saying he's calling me out, but like the you, right? You'll be going out. So it's almost like he's accusing humanity or mankind of something. And I'm included in that. Like, am I guilty of this? So I almost feel like a, a, a bad kid going to the principal's office, right? When stone, <laughs> For like, copying. sorry, man. Like I wasn't trying to imitate or, yeah. or fake my way through it, but maybe you're right. You know, you could maybe draw a parallel from this to, it might be rough, but to do the evolution, I mean, the mm. idea of, you know, mankind, uh, not necessarily intentionally, but it's just human nature to, to reinvent, to, well, not to reinvent, I guess, but you know, simulate. It's all just inadvertent simulation, a pattern in all mankind, right? I mean, we're always copying and re-redoing what, what's come before us, right? That, that old sort of cliche of like, there's no original thought, every, you know. Yeah. There's no original idea. It's it's just how you how you spin it, I guess, in that in that moment. It's all one story. We go back to right, teaching, yeah. if if you will, and writing, and like it, it's is it all come from similar stories? Well, and even yeah, different versions of it. Even culture and religions. I mean, you know, how many how many different versions of the flood stories are there, right? And you know, where did that come from? Just where cultures copying each other. Uh, I don't know, but I I love I love this song. I some people some people dismiss it. Maybe it seems like an outlier on the album. I really love this song, and I I I just I think the chorus is really great. It's just a very singable chorus. I, I like that. So no, that's it's a great song. Any last thoughts? Well, the transition from that, which, mm-hmm. like you said, does have that kind of pop feel into I'm open, which is... The spoken word, right? Spoken Catches word. you off guard. And whenever yeah. I've seen him play it live, if they ever play, I mean, they do play it, but he'll only sing the chorus now. He doesn't do the spoken word anymore. Really? And so I, I miss that, right? So, because they're so different. But no, I think of I'm open and like this... this this whole thing of going as adulthood and or losing innocence, right? This whole thing, trading magic for facts, right? No trade backs. And when he doesn't sing that live, the misspoken word, that's all I can hear in my head is the album version. Yes. And like this whole thing, transition adult and like, man, wouldn't it be great to go back to like childhood, right? And this whole thing, these, maybe these lies we tell ourselves, is it related to Stone's faking? I don't know. It's a different speaker here, so I don't want to make too much of it, but definitely 
yeah. you feel that tinge of, ooh, adulthood's not that great, right? Or what it's, what it's, this is what it's like to be an adult. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, it's interesting, I guess, to go back to in my tree, if we're reading that as like, you know, knowledge and um, enlightenment. Well, maybe not a spiritual enlightenment, I guess, because they're, they're not, I guess some of those beliefs are at odds with just pure intellectualism. But yeah. the more you learn, the, the more you have questions about things. And, you know, the idea, and I don't agree with it personally, but the idea of ignorance is bliss. I mean, there is some merit to that, right? I mean, if you don't know you're supposed to be worrying about stuff, yeah. then you don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, but I think more than that, I'm kind of I'm kind of oversimplifying that. It, I do think it's more about that magic that you have in childhood, right? The idea of possibility and uh, wonder, you know. And it, yeah. it is, yeah. And I think this meditatively too, where we talked about some on the tracks in the beginning of the album, I think of more this is like this meditation or even the chanting of way he says, "Call me, right? Call me." It's, yeah. So like, who's he reaching out to, right? And saying, I don't have an answer, but like, and then it, I, I like this song too, because it echoes Red Mosquito too, like what he knew then, right? If, if he had known, if he had known then. Right? Well, yeah, and, and knew, the reversal to that. Now. Yeah. Right, again, that ebb and flow, yin yang, you know, kind of like opposites, not attracting, I guess, but, but, finding truth in each other you know agreed and, it, and then he feels absolutely nothing so if the question is like how do i feel and then this void or existential void right if if you will yeah. what does, does it mean then nothing or is just this, well, this this lie we've been told okay and i this may be me overthinking it it's one it's one of the few lines in this album i'm not sure i totally buy it mm. you know how can you feel absolutely nothing it, I mean, this is getting, it, I'll right. get too philosophical, right? But if you're feeling nothing, you're feeling the, the want of something else. Or I, I, I don't know. There's something about that. And if you're, if you're open, then you're being receptive. Mm -hmm. Surely if you're open and you're feeling, you can't be open and feel nothing. Or that means the world is devoid of things for you to receive and feel. Right. I mean, I don't, am I right. being too critical or too? No, no, I think, I think you make an excellent point there. Yeah. I mean, cause whole thing is like, can you really feel nothing? You got to feel something. Right. There's thousands and millions of feelings. Like what, what. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do you gonna, feel? I was going to get to. Or this escape too, what we talked about in, in my tree or just even who you are, like dream up a new self for himself. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah, there is an element of escape or needing some kind of escape in that. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's a really calming song, obviously. It's very chill. Yeah. It, it, you know, some of the vibe of it echoes parts of present tense, but then without the... I don't know, without the fulfillment of a sort of breakdown rock part? Agree. Or, you know, is it supposed to keep you longing for that? Is that part of the point? I think so. 
Yeah, just it's reflective and like, wait a second, I'm with you. Just stay here. Yeah. Right? Stay here for another verse of spoken word. And like, what? Yeah. What is it? What does it mean? Or does it not have yeah, that's a good, any, that's any a meaning? Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Stay here. Be in this moment. Don't, yeah. not always expecting the next thing. Yeah. That's, that's good. And as kids, maybe we try to fast forward to adulthood too fast. We always want to be older, right? Oh, yeah. Not right? anymore, then, huh? No, no, right? And then you get to adult and like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe I, I should, you know, at 12 years old, maybe that was it, right? Yeah, no kidding. Right, right on the cusp of like losing innocence or whatever else. But yeah, you think yeah. Like, how, how it is, it is. It is. Um, all right, so I, I agree with your presentation should end the album, but what do we think about the album ender? What do you think about it around the bend? Obviously this lullaby, but what comes to I'm, mind? I'm when curious. You, hear... you, you tell me what you think first. Well, not to put you on the spot there. No, but... that's fine. It's acoustic, soothing song. Obviously, we start this. I think of this lullaby either to a spouse, lover, kid, right? Depending on how, which, which line feeds in. Um, but off you dream, my little child. Is he talking about himself just in the last song? I don't want to overanalyze it too much, right? Or is right. it j just a passing on to the kid? Um, but Ed wrote it with Brennan O'Brien, it looks like in, in 96, he wouldn't have had kids. So that's when I'm like, what, it, it would fit his life now. Yeah. Like, is, is, is he almost going back and telling him, telling himself, right? The, this soul to keep and almost like the soothing ending to the album, like everything's going to be okay. Or yeah. what do you, am I reading too much in that? Or that's what I'm saying. Or is it just a simple even spouse like i love you like sorry i haven't been around because you get those lines too right i've been right. traveling i've been touring i'm uh, sorry i've missed some nights so i feel that i read too. it I, f I feel like this is a, a another good example of kind of the ambiguity that we've been talking about because they're on the surface it does seem like a just kind of a a soft comforting lullaby but there are there are moments and lines in it that kind of like that I'm kind of on guard where he says my fingertips they close your eyes yeah like that to me seems like a like an image of death you know someone who's I mean you always see like in tv shows or movies or whatever like if someone's died and their eyes are open the person like puts them down with their fingers uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. all the evenings close. I mean, if we're thinking about the day as an mm -hmm. archetype, yeah, you know, the sun sunset is it's, you know yeah. a dying life moment. is a day, yeah, right. So I just I wonder, and then the the around the bend, you know, if is it from one life into the next, um, which which is again sort of comf i mean the music is very comforting it is and it's very yeah it does again i know you, that lullaby the comfort and uh um which i guess if you think about it as a transition that that you need comfort because you don't necessarily know what's going to be around the bend right it's another what, mystery what tomorrow brings right yeah yeah yeah, but I could go with that too. Um, especially, yeah, when you think around the bend, what's what's up ahead, and and present tense. When he asks, like, do we do we go into some light, right? Yeah. 
like what what's even beyond this life right so right. what's beyond around the bend yeah if we're gonna take it well and that the that very way. last few lines right you're an angel when you sleep yeah which is a fairly typical kind of lullaby thing how i want your soul to keep on and on around the bend right i mean i don't know i think there is something there about uh you know i mean in in a broad sense i guess loss but holding on to whether it's memories or the uh yeah i guess memories the feelings you have with someone those connections on on that kind of spiritual or soulful level all right so as we close what, what do you think why maybe a track you recommend or why should listeners listen to no code if it, maybe they've never listened to pearl jam or hey that's not the pearl jam i liked right that's not my verses 10 why should yeah. they listen to this different album well that's a that's a perspective that's a great way to put it actually and it it does depend on which kind of listener is it somebody who's never listened to pearl jam or is it somebody who knew and liked that early stuff and then uh well i would probably say well pearl jam grew, grew up a little bit you've grown up a right. little bit surely since yeah. <laughs> 10 and verses right yeah so check out you know check out that uh progression that growth i mean if i was trying to if i was trying to sell it to somebody i'd say go listen to hail hail yes and lucan and habit but listen to the whole album because you know right. those songs are coming so give the other you know and again give them a chance just don't fast forward or skip the track yeah because i remember a lot of my friends reaction when who you are came out said like this is pearl jam like what this yeah. is not the, the pearl jam we know and love yeah it's got a little bit of everything right if you like sort of hippie music it's got a little yeah. vibe of that if you like bluesy it's got that if you like punk it's got some of that if you like just straight up rock music if you like experimental sort of almost an indie vibe to some of those you know, like present tense and sometimes and some of that so it's got a little bit of everything and i know bands evolve but what i think of too is like I'm not saying this is the pinnacle of Pearl Jam, but it's drastically different from what they're doing artistically and musically before. Absolutely. And then more introspective. And then maybe since then, I don't even know if they've done an album similar to this. Like Yield has more rockers. I'm not saying you want to repeat anyway, but I, that's why I would tell listeners, like if you want to hear a different Pearl Jam sound, put on, put on no code. Because even since, I don't think there's that, necessarily meditation or different musical qualities that you have with this album so would you say this is the i don't know height of their artistic uh experimentation yeah or yeah. The, the 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 long time pearl jam fans would be like well though you quit it no code i, I stuck through it right so those <laughs> yeah. pj fans or like yeah. the, all the all the people who dropped off the the bandwagon at the time i'll be like, i'll be honest i dropped a little bit after yield did you? Yeah. Well, I, I bought I bought Riot Act, but then, like I said, I I listened to it a few times and went, eh, hmm. So. All right. Where can our uh, listeners find you, Brian? Where can find they find me? you on Twitter if they want to follow? At Brian underscore Keithley. That's my okay. Twitter handle. Brian underscore Keithley for listeners. I'm just at Brant Chesser on, on Twitter, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about a different album. Hope you enjoyed the first podcast.
Yeah, so I hope they enjoyed it half as much as I enjoyed just hanging out and talking music. Yeah, it's good, good to catch up. a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to talking another album soon. All right, good. Thank you for joining us on the B-Side Podcast. We hope to catch you around the bend next time. See you on the flip side.